All right, welcome back to Movie Matrix. As always, I'm Jordan. We've got Matt. Yo, yo, yo. We've got my dad. What's going on? And today we're doing a new mini pod um, of the movie The New Mutants. Are you guys ready for this? Boy, am I. Do it. All right, so um, The New Mutants is the film that's supposed to come out in 2016. It got reshot, redone, redone a million times. And finally, in 2020, I guess they felt sorry for everybody in the pandemic, and they decided to put this out. Um, We went to the drive-in to watch it. We have one around here because we're in a small town. And um, I'm glad I paid $5 to watch this movie. Overall, um, this movie, it's supposed to be a horror movie. For one thing, before we get into anything, I just want to put that out there. That it's supposed to be a horror movie. Mm-hmm. It's about mutants that are new, obviously. Um, they don't know their abilities. They're still getting used to them. Um, and it, for me, misses every mark possible. Um, in every possible way. Um, let's get our overall thoughts and feelings on it before we really get into reviewing the movie. Just what you guys thought um, overall with as a as a, as a movie, I guess. Uh, well, <clears throat> like you said, um, this movie is a hot mess. Um, I thought, you know, I thought maybe they've reshot this movie five different times. Maybe they reshot a good version of it. Uh, I don't think there's a good version of this movie that exists. Well, the one that we got, at least. Now, I will say, I think um, the whole idea, the concept of mutants discovering their powers and stuff and they don't like their powers or their powers terrify them that can be scary that can be kind of that can be an interesting concept to make into a horror movie not this movie because it's just a very generic plot with generic characters in this generic situation and you have generic jump scares a couple times you know it's just uh it's just nothing about this movie is anything other than a cliche you know what i mean y'all feel me yeah i don't i don't think this can be really categorized as a horror movie there are horror elements toward the end but definitely not a horror movie not not like they were trying to build up like in the in the trailers and stuff and i also read that while they were supposed to do all these research to make it better they actually didn't happen Hmm. uh they ended up just going with the original and said hey this is what we got take it and they can have it back i just yeah didn't really care for this movie a whole lot yeah so the whole premise of this movie is you have five i think so many yeah there's five young people that have powers they're mutants okay um which that's another thing is it could have just been a superpower movie this movie just doesn't it they tie into the x-men technically don't like that part of the movie because I don't like how this has any... Because I like the X-Men universe, aside from a couple. Um, we know the timeline's all messed up. I don't like how this is now a part of it. Um, yeah, they had to connect that. Yeah, and so you just follow these main little, these main characters. And let me just tell you the names of these characters. They've, they've got acting chops behind them. You've got Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones, Arnie Taylor-Joy from Split or The Witch, Charlie Heaton... He's the big brother in Stranger Things. Alice Braga, she's been in I Am Legend. She's been in um, a couple other things. She's got some acting in her. And then the Henry Zaga, the the fire dude, he's in 13 Reasons Why and stuff. I haven't yeah. really seen that, but yeah. I heard he's good in it. And, then, and that's about all the people in this movie, really, because there's really only like six or seven people in this movie. Yeah. And you just kind of start out with a scene that's so dark that you can't tell what's going on anyways. <laughs> and then you just see like a big Dormammu. 
basically is how I described it when I watched it. Um, and then it just follows the main girl. And the main girl's kind of, her name is Blue Hunt. She's not been in much. Um, she, she's in the originals, but I've never seen that. I don't know how many episodes. But um, her name in this movie is Daniel Moonstar, Danielle Moonstar. Yeah, and she was she was okay actually. Um, I actually didn't like her at all. Um, I thought I th- I didn't think anybody was I didn't think anybody acted really well except for Charlie Heaton. I thought he did pretty good as a southern accent southern boy. Yeah. Um, but you just start following this story and it about for about forty five fifty minutes or whatever. I think my dad said last night he timed it. Fifty minutes. Nothing happens. Yeah. Like th- there's just banter back and forth. Arnold Jory can't decide if she's Russian. Um, or if she has an accent, every accent is that, bad. That came in and out so many times. So many <laughs> characters like decided if they had an accent or not. And Maisie Williams has an actual British accent. Just let her do it. Her Scottish accent was not very good. Um, they can; these people can act. They're, they're all top. Not they're all like middle tier young actors, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, and Ontario George yeah. gotten some really big roles, and he's really shined in them. And Maisie yeah. Williams shined in Game of Thrones. She was great in that show. Um, and Charlie Heaton's great in Stranger Things. I mean, I, I think at least, but. And then you just start going down this path of nothing happening. And this is an hour and a half movie on the dot. Nothing happening for at least Close it's like hour, yeah. it's like 50 minutes of exposition. And yeah. I, as I've said in the past, exposition is can be a good thing if the exposition does something for the storyline and the end makes up for it. What well, does not? Um before we get into spoilers really, you just go through they just start having their nightmares like it. Like like Pennywise came around, and they start having their worst nightmares of what has happened in their past, which they don't explain any of them. Um, no. Some are self-explanatory, but there's one that we're going to get into that I have no clue why or what happened in that person's life. Um, and it's just not good. Um, none of it was scary. There was, there was one part with a with one of the people's background being like a preacher that had burned her or whatever across that part was a little scary when it was a little at, creepy, at the, yeah. the the voice they chose was creepy but overall i was never like i never jumped i was never scared for my life i wasn't a horror movie at all yeah that's the biggest downfall in this movie for me is that it was marketed as a horror movie if it was marketed as a mutants movie it was still have sucked but yeah it could have been at least better i just wish they would have scrapped this movie i know that we i know it was high anticipation when it came out it really was. People thought, man, this, you know, who knows? And well, felt, now we do. I felt like, you know, like I said, the first 50 minutes of this movie, really nothing happened. I felt like they, they were trying to to help you to get to know these characters. And even as we got to know them a little better, I still could care less about any of them. That was part of the problem. Anything happened to them? Big deal. It was yeah. they were just there. I agree with you, yeah, because they spend they spend a lot of time setting up these dull cliche characters. Like I said, you have the nice guy, you have the jock, you have the slut, you have the nice girl, you have the shy girl. You have you have all these cliche characters just thrown into this room, you know, and and yeah, I guess like you said, I guess they try to, um, I guess they try to build upon their characters and stuff, but it. But you still know nothing about them. Whenever, whenever they have nightmares, whenever their powers kind of take over, whenever, the, whenever the quote unquote scary stuff happens, it it's not scary because you don't know what's going on. You don't understand the motivation behind the characters. You don't understand any of it really. It's just kind of it's just a bunch of noise thrown at the screen. Um, let's go ahead and do spoilers because really, what I want to talk about next is really kind of their, about their powers and stuff. And I'm, I mean, a lot of that was in the trailer, but it does 
transition into spoilers. So. That's fine, yeah. Let's go into spoilers. No. I am the father. I see dead people. And that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. He's the one. So, um, the way this is portrayed is you get these kids that you don't know why they're there. It looks like they're in a lab type asylum type place they've done something bad and they're there to be rehabilitated and they think it's for it's it's to become x-men um it's said that's how they do their thing he goes why do you think we're here he goes what do you think you know it does a thing to his head it's about uh, professor xavier charles xavier and to become x-men and then they kind of that's just that's how they say we're in the same universe because i I was even thinking it's in the same universe it didn't really feel like a like a x-men mutant type universe to me it just Because you never leave the freaking asylum, it's except weird, yeah. you're outside for a minute or two, and that's it, just to be, just to have them thrown around. And everything is so dark. It's so <laughs> you dark. You touched on that earlier. You can't see a dead gum thing that's going on. Only, so only time you can is uh, is during the day sometimes, but usually, even in the day, they're inside a lot. And yeah, there's so, like two shots <clears throat> outside during the day, I guess. But then you start getting into their powers, and their powers are just suck. I mean, there's one that's got a good <laughs> power. Maisie Williams can turn into a wolf. I mean, who cares? Um, dire wolf. The one dude from, I can't think of his name off the top now, but the one dude from 13 Reasons Why, the jock dude. he can become the Human Torch. Henry. Um, which is fine. And it's a cool it's a cool power, but man, we've seen two movies that now this his year. Henry? I thought his name was like Pablo. His real name. Oh, his real name. Okay. <laughs> his name is Roberto. In Roberto. The movie, but okay. Henry Zaga is his real name. Gotcha. And then you have Charlie Heaton, who. What can he do? I don't he, remember. He just blasts off. Oh, yeah, kinda. He he's quick. Yeah, well, it's not even quickness. He just has like a, it's kind of like fly. a nuclear it's, reaction yeah, that he can weird. use, and he just fly, like he blasts off. I don't remember what they call in the he movie. He starts shaking really hard like a crackhead, yeah, and yeah. then takes off, yeah. And then, um, Anya Taylor-Joy's got the best power, but this, she can like open dimensions, she, she can like make herself a suit of armor off, off the right side with a sword. It's really cool. It's not even used barely 4% four, four like, of the movie. Like twice? Yeah. This movie has the least amount of action I've ever seen in a mutants movie, I know they're going for horror, but like, it's a mute. It's about mutants. Use their freaking powers, please. Yeah. Um. And because for the first forty-five minutes, right? They're just figuring they're out literally their just the, it's know. it's just the gross Breakfast Club. Well, the thing is, that's that, what it is. It's just people <laughs> suck in the Breakfast Club. And the thing is that they're in this, they're in this hospital, so there's nobody to use it on, really. No. That's part of the problem. And then yeah, they're not supposed to, are they? I don't remember. It's well, been about two weeks since I've seen this, but I don't remember much about it. Honestly, they're they're said they're not allowed to use it on each other. Which I mean, because there's yeah. a there's a fight where I hear Joy's like, "You want to go at me?" And the because the main chick has no clue what her power is. Yeah. They don't know what it is. Usually around puberty is whenever they get their powers, and she's 16 and still hasn't gotten it. But they but she has the X gene, and she has she they know she has the power. They got to find it. So they get in a fight. Auntie Joy's like, "Watch this!" and opens a dimension about kills her. Um, and then Alice Braga's character, her name is Doctor Ray's, which is really cool, uh, comes in to stop it, and you find out that she has the ability to make. Um, little shields yeah. to keep people in and force out. That, fields. Force fields is a better word for yeah. it. And then they find out that if there's a force field around the whole asylum, you can't get out. Whatever. Which is very, very, very cliche. Very, very like, oh, the kids can't get out. Mutant, the Mutants movie, like, X-Men movies, that's been a theme. Like, even even Wolverine. I mean, that happens a lot where he has to get out of a facility. And I just don't like, I just don't really like that idea. Okay? But, so you yeah. get. I just don't like and the it's idea. It's done really poorly. So. It, it's also everything in this movie is executed to the worst. I want to say. I want to say something. I just want to say one thing positive in this movie is um, all the characters. They're not good together, really, but they're not terrible. I would say the care the main five or whatever they work 
okay. I, I don't care about them. I'm not convinced about their stories or their pasts or their powers or anything, but they all work okay together, I guess. The rest of the, the story and everything around it is hot garbage, but they're not terrible as a unit. You know what I mean? See, I don't agree. I, I think they're horrible as a unit. I, what, what I don't like, when you bring in... I mean, in, like, their relationships and stuff isn't terrible. See, I, I didn't even like that. When you bring in the new girl, okay... I don't think obviously she's new, but she doesn't really fit. But Roberto goes off and does his own thing forever. No one like he doesn't like anybody. Ontario Joy just hates her own life. And like when they come together at the end to make the big stand, maybe yeah. at that point you kind of are rooting for them. But before then, I'm just like these kids suck. I mean, not all, not every single one of them work together. Just, yeah. <laughs> well, just a couple of them. I, feel I think like. before that also, I think that uh, you got the feeling that they didn't like each other. <clears throat> yeah. But then they threw in this weird John Hughes esque scene. Well, they all come together. They're dancing around. They're drinking, having a good time. It's oh, a, it was just, it was just weird. It's that, that it's, was basically a scene in the script that they had to have there to be like, "Hey, these guys have to like each other." Now, it's you know? this movie. Um, I wouldn't. I'm, I would never watch this movie. It could use another twenty or thirty minutes, actually, because of how bad the beginning was. Oh yeah. Just to explain why they come together. They come together one night because they, get, like you said, because they get drunk and find a place that they can't be seen and those cameras everywhere, just to be unified as one to fight the big bad at the end you know i mean and, and I, I think it's done poorly and it doesn't it's just so rushed that it doesn't feel like it meshes at all because they don't no one likes this girl for like the first 15 minutes and after a 10 minute period they're all friends <laughs> well, she well, liked her a lot yeah, she really well yeah i guess you're right um so since you mentioned the big bad at the end, you want you want to talk about that? Oh, in a minute, yeah. We we need. To, I think I'm going to try to set up the big bad with the dumbest way they set it up, just so people can know how they set up the big bad. Okay. Um, but before we really do that, we we start seeing their backgrounds of what they're most afraid of. Maisie Williams is afraid of a preacher because she's gay, um, which is fine. But and then the Henry dude burned his girlfriend alive. Okay, fine. And then she, he sees her in the pool. That's kind of a creepy scene. I'll give him that. One drawback yeah. to dating when you got that problem. It, yeah, not, not a good thing. When he gets excited in any way, he just burns people. So um, that sucks to have. That's, that's a power to suck, <laughs> that dude. That does suck, that would, I, I feel bad for him. Once he can control it, though, I mean, like Pyro or Human Torch, he'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, or Iceman. <laughs> I mean, it's on the, on the other side of it. But Iceman, can, and once he can do that, I mean, he'll be fine. Yeah, once he gets there. We're, we're never going to see him again, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> These, this character's never coming back. <laughs> Um, and we talk about Ontario George's power, and then how all she sees is Slenderman that have those no faces. Were, those they're, were kind of creepy. If they were done right, their CGI was horrible. Well, I was gonna say they. Were, I was going to say they were kind of creepy when they just had these weird smiley masks mm-hmm. on. Then they yeah. took their masks off, and they have just like giant Pac-Man looking faces. I'm like, that's. Stupid. And that was one of the main horror elements yeah. that you could bring in, but. There just wasn't enough. They spend like I don't know twenty minutes running <clears throat> from those Slenderman, and things. they make and they don't even explain where she's. They don't even explain where they come from. I, I mean, I took it as they're from the dimension she opened or something because they're not normal. I mean, and she yeah. was terrorized as a kid. That's all I got from. They her. don't explain that at all. I thought honestly, the part where Anya Taylor Joy's character, I think she like walks out of her cell or something, and. There's just a drawing of that creepy Slenderman thing on the wall. I thought that was almost creepier than than the things running around terrorizing them. Yeah, and then you, let's see, I think that's all of them. Oh, Charlie Heaton, he did his thing and blew up a underground mine and killed his father. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I, <laughs> I love the way you just throw. You just I, don't know, I mean, <laughs> I think one thing that bothered me about this movie also is that there was really no mystery involved. You knew that all these things that were happening was from the main girl. 
from from the beginning when it started. I agree. Because I that's so when too. it started, and it just felt like, you know, they they could have they could have shrouded that mystery a little better, and instead, it was just obvious. And so you went through this whole movie just knowing that she was the cause, and you know, just waiting for something to happen. For sure. Yeah, from the beginning of the movie. I, oh, I don't want to say the very beginning, but I mean, the way the movie starts out, it even gives you an idea that obviously she has a power. Um, it wasn't anything. It was her causing it. But and then about twenty, thirty minutes in, I got to the point. Where I was like, "Well, it all started when she got there. Is her power bringing out your worst fear? Please don't let that happen. Please don't let it be the last. Please don't let it be a thing." And it is. And and then they have like this heart that in that drunk moment where they all get they all start talking about what they've done because that had to happen, I guess, um, for the for the viewers, maybe, and just so that they can. Like, oh, well, I've done this. I've killed this person. We're yeah, we're okay. I guess it's good they put it in there because if they didn't have a scene like that with any type of emotional resonance, you could not give less of a crap about these characters. It's funny because I still don't. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't either. Uh, but, but you're right. But even I, just, after I see that, what they were going for. Yeah. I never cared about a single one of them. <laughs> I, see I see what, what going, they were going for. I see too, but it just it just fell flat. They tried. Yeah, they did try. And then a couple things, like They're I said. There's a couple Easter eggs I want to talk about before we get into the big bad, but... They do this whole thing where she's like, well, my dad made this pendant for me. It's a bear, right? That's a, Here's a little setup for you. Um, and I was like, who, when I first saw it, I was like, and? I was like, it's a pendant. That you're, I mean, your dead daddy married for you. That's cool. I, but I was like, what does that have to do with anything? It made no sense at the time, okay? Yeah, why well, they just threw that in there. Yeah, so before we get right into it, Dr. Ray's is working for SX, SX Corporations, okay? And what's in 2016 and 17 or whatever, the X Men, Fox writes X Men, were trying to get Mister Sinister onto the onto the screen. They did in the past with the Wolverine. Um, I think it was Wolverine when he goes to, when he goes to Japan. Yeah. At the, the end of that one, it's when you get hit. It's that's the one where you get hit. Him opening up his briefcase and having the Wolverine thing. He never used mm-hmm. it. But in that movie, they they have SX, and SX is basically Mister Sinister takes mutants that really. Won't amount to much, or they don't. He doesn't care much about it, and he studies them, and he uses their powers to be, become big and bad. And this movie was a setup for Mister Sinister, because that's the whole point of this movie. Doctor Ray mm-hmm. works for Mister Sinister, works for the corporation, but man, they they just have a shot of SX Corporation and then kill the girl. And I'm like, what? I mean, I'm like, what's the what's the point of having SX in this at all? There's no point because <laughs> it doesn't. In their minds, they wanted to build this up, but all. When they reshot this, even though I guess they didn't really do it, even if they did, just cut that part out because you know that Mr. Sinister is not coming to the screen anytime soon now. And one other thing about her powers, you know, okay, we're gonna get into that yeah, the yeah. big bad or whatever. Yeah, but there was there was a part where she's like, I saw this, I saw this scene, I saw this thing happen, I saw what this place used to be. Where did that come from? That's about, like, a very good question. Her, like, dream world? Yeah. I mean, what is up with that? So she gets knocked so out, I, right? I, I mean, I get that, you know, her big bad, that's her That's her main thing, but where did this other power come from? They didn't explain or, or you know, go into that, go down that road at all. It is true. There are X-Men, now we're going to get kind of nerdy here, but there are X-Men that have tiered powers, and the main one that comes to mind is Jean Grey. Right. Um, where she's got her main power where she can, like, you know, read your mind, and she can also move things. And then her next power is Dark Phoenix. She can kill everybody. That reminded me of this. What they're going for is she has a tier power of that she can make in the command. And then her her extra extraordinary power, she can conjure up a demon bear. 
But at the same time, it felt like it was something they just threw in. So oh, I hated it. So that they could, <laughs> so, so that they could explain, you know. Yeah. And that was the only reason for it. No misconstrued. I hated it. <laughs> but I, I, I can see because there's been plenty of X Men throughout history that have these tier powers. Or like even Iceman, in a way, he his first tier power was he like even in, I mean, in the comics and in this in his movies. I mean, he starts out just chilling a beer, chilling a beer, and then at the end he becomes all Iceman. And that's just, yeah. I think that's what they were trying for, but they rushed it. I hated it, by the way. Um, so they all have to come together at the end to fight a demon bear, guys. And I mean, it's a demon bear that has the worst CGI, worse than the Slenderman. And he's huge. It's an awful CGI looking bear that's the size of a skyscraper. And this thing's like, massive. she basically just gets knocked out, right? And she. And while she's knocked out, the demon bear is just at full. And they're trying to fight it. And I don't think you can fight it because mm. it's like a shadowy figure. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't understand. The I, didn't under, I didn't understand the it. Of that I mean, the dude tried to burn it and nothing happened. He just got <laughs> thrown around. And he's also strong, I guess, because he got a whole beam fall on this dude. Nothing. Oh, the human oh, torch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That know, wasn't speaking, explained. You know, speaking of the. <laughs> oh, when he's naked? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> speaking of the CGI, as far as that bear goes. I almost wish they had just left it as like the red eyes and kept it in the shadows instead of bringing it forward, especially at the end when you you know they're face to face. Oh, cool. I was like, I was cool. like, maybe you know if they just kept it red eyes shadows, it might have worked. But they, oh, they it was could bad. have made, maybe. I mean, okay, they could have. Okay, let's let's just get this out of the way. The idea of having a massive CGI bear at the end is stupid. But you're right; they could have made that better because there are certain shots where this bear looks like it was formed from in 1992 you know like the point where uh danny walks up and is like stroking the bear's nose or whatever and she's like face i don't know i can't remember what she does but she's like face to face with it it looks like a ps3 game it doesn't look good at all look bad so i actually wanted to look at this real quick but you're right so the way that this movie is the climax is you literally just watch her in her dream world Maisie Williams goes wolf form to find her in a dream world, which doesn't explain how she even gets there. Yeah, none of that's um, explained at all. She just says, wake up, wake up, and all of a sudden her wolf form is in her dream world, leading her back to the light. As cool. it should be. Um, yes. Which makes no sense at all. It happens to me every day. I mean, in a way, it can make sense because they give no parameters for this world. Like, th- I think they did that on purpose. They gave us no parameters so they could do whatever they wanted yeah, without it's questions. Just, it's just like when they run into a problem, we'll explain it this way, and that's how it's going to work. And so you get back, and all she has to do is pet it. Like she just has to tame the beast inside of her, right? And she pets the she pets the bear, and the bear's like, "See you, fam," and just comes back into itself. Dissipates. Yeah. Um. So I thought I didn't. I was looking up Daniel Moonstar. He was an actual character in the comics, guys. It is, and I think it. So it's an originally codenamed Psych, and later Mirage is a fictional Northern Cheyenne superhero heroine. Appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Studios, she appeared in the graphic novel The New Mutants. Well, I knew this was coming to graphic novel, um, but she looks really cool in this. Um, her abilities are superhuman strength, speed, durability, stamina, and agility. It would have been cool to see any ability of that to sense impeding yeah. death in others, which they, I guess ab- ability to re- repel death. Energy projection, magic immunity, and weapons expert. So she'll never die. So none of this was ever used. And like her picture, she looks just like a Valkyrie kind of from like Marvel, where she has like a bow and arrow that never ends like the Immortals. That's cool. Um, yeah, and that wasn't she done. Had all those, all those, <laughs> she had all those cool. She's in a little Indian attributes. girl that can't do anything. <laughs> she had all those cool. Just a girl, yeah. She had all those cool attributes, and what they do, they they made her sleep through the whole thing, basically. Yeah. And that was, that was I mean, wow. If I looked up every single one of these 
characters' names in the comic books, they're obviously gonna be way better. But yeah. she's definitely not good. I, th- I think this. I think this movie would have benefited had had these teenagers rebelled and then SX sent troops in or, or somebody into mm. to, to take them down or attack them or something to really get the full full feel of, of their their powers and see what they can do. Yeah, because uh, like you said, I feel like all the characters in this are probably better in the comic books for sure. And you I don't get that a lot. If, yeah, I don't know if they were, especially with, with Danny Moonstar's character, I don't know if they were hoping to uh, just, you know, set her up and set her up and set her up and set her up, and then she finally does something, I guess, in the climax of this movie, something. Uh, She pets a bear. Yeah, she pets (laughs) a bear. Um, And that's the thing. I don't know if they were just wanting to set her up through the entire movie, and then, you know, when a sequel comes out, then they'll explore her real powers. But that sequel's never happening, so so they just wasted this. Yeah, I I think it's difficult to, to have a good movie when all of the conflict is internal. With no external forces coming in at you, so this whole internal thing—they're fighting each other, really. Yeah. You know, they're and, and that, that just doesn't make sense. It, you know, you've got this—you've got this entire universe that they could they could draw from, and like I said, if they had external forces coming at them to destroy them when they when they started to rebel, I think that, I think you you would have upped the ante quite a bit. I would mm-hmm. say, I would have liked that better. Um, I still would have hated it. Yeah. Um, because I just don't like that idea. Like, I don't even like that. That happens in every action movie. You know, I wish they would have... Granted, it's better than a bear, for sure. <laughs> a um, lot, yeah. The, the main problem with now... This is now a Marvel movie. It's technically, which sucks for them. But the main problem with these type of movies is always the bad guy, right? Um, well, in this movie, is more than that. But if this had a decent bad person at the end they had to fight to come together with, it could have helped the movie oh, yeah, enough sure. to make me want to watch it again. Because like, who at is least, the bad guy in this? It's her, and she becomes. No, it's the girl. Well, te- the, the, technically, sh- the bad the bad guy is the excess corporation, and then there's uh, all this. But that's not even internal, seen or heard of. Exactly, really at all. that's what I'm saying. It's just they are technically the bad guy, but that's not who we're fighting. That's not who we're battling. It's all internal conflict. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it, it makes the SX corporation. Is it the doctor? Is it the big bear? So <laughs> the SX corporation is bad. I took it as this movie. The main bad person is Danny. Really, she she makes everybody. Well, freak out, and then she attacks everybody, and then and then the only way to stop it is for her to, like you said, fix her internal conflict because she's she's low key a murderer. She killed like a whole village oh, yeah. with her bear, like in the beginning, and so she's got to work through that. And then SX is just there to contain her, and then at that at one point like kill her because she but can't contain her. At the same time, it's difficult to see her as a bad guy when she doesn't even know what she's doing. That's where the problem yeah. with the movie is. And they have that whole scene where. Uh, the doctor is told by the SX Corporation, she is dangerous. She needs to be put down. And, yeah. I'm like, and honestly, like I'm, a sitting bear. There, I'm sitting there going, <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, I Tranquil- mean, whatever. Kill her. I, mean, I don't care. I, I could care less. I don't care. Kill her. Tra- she's dangerous. Tranquilizer. Yeah. Kill the wolf, too. <laughs> to take her out with her. She's, she's dangerous. I get that. Kill her. You know, oh, but, and let's not. No, you're supposed to be heartfelt. Be like, no, kill Danny. Whatever. Let's not even go to the fact that Maisie Woman just sniffs her out as a wolf. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Anyways. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um. Before we get into just grading it, I just want to let you guys know what the last part of this movie says. Last part of this movie says, my dad always told me there were two bears inside of us. One, it's a bad bear. Two, it's a good bear. And it matters of which one you feed. And the movie ends. Don't feed that bad bear. How insightful. And I was like, what is that, Chaucer? <laughs> and I said, I said, what? Like, out loud, I was like, excuse me? Because, you know, at that point, Dr. Ray was dead, and so... 
oh yeah, she dies. By the way, and who yeah. cares? And her force field's gone, so they can like, there's yeah. a there's a there's a thing there's a yeah they can leave. There's Final a, shot is just them walking away. There's a joke <laughs> at the beginning that says, "I heard there's a town 20 miles away," and the, then Auntie Joy's like, "Well, you know, I heard there's a town 20 miles away," and it ends with that, except for the bear parts. The, the bear is the last thing you hear of mm-hmm. the whole. Which bear should you feed? I said, "What?" I'm like. It doesn't even, in her ability, it doesn't even say she has a bear inside of her. So they just made that up. They made that, I mean, from what I, from outside looking in, I, yeah, for I the wiki, no ability. From. So I hated this movie. Um, you, I'll, I'll go you, first. What do you, what do you, well, let me ask you guys this real fast. What do you guys hate more, um, this or Dark Phoenix? This. I'd watch Dark Phoenix right I've now. Re- I've refused to watch Dark Phoenix, so uh, I haven't seen I didn't it know yet. You hadn't seen I don't it. like I, Dark Phoenix. I loathe Dark Phoenix. I can't. I can't decide if I hate this one more than Dark Phoenix. I'll, I don't know. I'll tell you right now, this one's way worse because at least Dark Phoenix, it's a little more fun. There's a lot more action. The storyline sucked. Same storyline, Last Stand. It's done worse. I never but there's, Dark but there's more action in Dark Phoenix, and I and I think it. This movie is just horrendous. So if you're gonna, if you're out there listening and you're like, hmm, which one should I watch? Go watch Dark Phoenix, in my opinion. It's it's not good. So. Well, I don't think so. You'd rather watch New Mutants or Dark know. Phoenix? It's, no, that's I didn't not. say that. I just said I don't like either one of them at all. Really. Well, I know that, but you asked which one would you rather watch. you got to pick. I'm picking Dark I Phoenix. Can't, I can't really. I, just, I was just curious about your opinion. I think they both suck. Well, I, actually, I, I don't want to watch Dark Phoenix. You know, actually, had, had we not been doing this podcast, I wouldn't have watched this movie. Well, no. Yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> actually, well, I mean, out of curiosity, I might have. But anyways. Um, curiosity killed the cat, man. So... <laughs> I'll go first, and like I said, we always do the A to Z, but you know, you know just the whole thing. I'm giving this an Z F. Z is an option? Yeah. Hey. I'm giving this an F. It doesn't have anything good in it um, at all. There's not a good character in it, um, at least done well. Um, the plot makes no sense. There's no good bad person except well, there's not. And it just ends, and there's no good character development. Nothing is explained. So this movie was just stupid, and I'm giving it an F. Man, I can't believe you're actually giving an F. It has, I don't know. For me, a movie has to be almost um, the room bad for me to give it an F. Um, it has to be. It has to have really. It has to fail in every single song. It has to be like a Catwoman or something. You know, I'm gonna give it a D. With that being said, it's just a D for me. It's just, it's it's really bad. But I I can't give it a full F. You know, because it's not it's not Howard the Duck. It's not Catwoman. Even though I think it's. Dead. I think it's right there with it. Cat, I, cat in the Hat. Nothing. I know that the acting is better in it, but I think as far as the movie goes, it's right there with those two movies. Like it'll go down as one of the worst superhero movies ever made. So I think that you know they did bring in some horror elements, which they didn't do too bad. I'd, CGI was horrible, of course. Yeah. But when they did come in, they did come in. They weren't the worst uh, horror elements in the world. Uh, some of the powers were kind of cool. This one, I, I'll give it a D. This is I, I give it a D. I couldn't go any higher at all. Yeah, I feel you. I couldn't go any higher than F personally. I hate it. So, um, all right. Well, that's what we think about this movie. It's not good. So, um, <laughs> these say. two like it a little more than I do. But I mean, D to F. That to me, it's all sucky. Um, so yeah, we'll be right back with another one actually um <laughs> coming up this one's actually going out on the day that we are recording and then we have another coming out in a couple in a little while so um thanks for listening yeah, yeah this is this is fun uh <laughs> uh but anyway um the moral of this whole episode is don't watch new mutants if you if you haven't seen it i don't know why you would listen to this whole episode if you haven't seen it but don't watch new mutants but thank you for listening to this episode it's been fun talking about this god-awful movie so 
Uh, if any, if you guys have any questions, comments, words of wisdom, if you want to reach out to us, there's places you can do that. We are on Facebook at Movie Matrix Podcast, or we are on Twitter at Movie Matrix Pod. Reach out to us. Let us know what you thought about this episode or any episode for that matter. But till next time, signing off for Matt Jordan David. We'll see you guys then. Peace. Thank you.